Ah, it's a bit I'm cutting that out. Probably for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not Patreon. And we're back. Yeah. We're back. Respect to Lizzo. She's a queen. We had to take a minute there. We got a bit too flagrant with Lizzo, you know? Yeah. And we went to go. We go tell you what. We went off. We watched six hours of Lizzo videos. We're back. She's a queen now. Yes. We love her. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Cormac McCarthy's dead. As but Lizzo's is, alive. That's all that matters. Exactly, yeah. And Chrissy Dignam from Aslan. So you're telling me he got molested and he was an alcoholic, apparently? Heroin addict. Oh, that's yeah, not too bad. Yeah, yeah, then. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, that's not too bad, is it? I thought he was a boozer, but no, he was yeah. just on the gear. I thought he was on the gin and tonics like a madman. So the thing is with Aslan, they're like local heroes. They kind of, they're from Finglas, I believe. They got very big in the 80s, but they kind of never had that crossover mainstream thing outside of Ireland. They had an opportunity to get signed and blow up in America, but people say that it crumbled because of Christy Dignam's heroin addiction. So was Christy Dignam doing heroin like all the time or was he recovering? Or what's the I he get was... him and Shane McGowan mixed up. Yeah. And the guy who directed um This Is England. That's Shane Meadows. I get them all mixed I don't they're all in heroin, that's all I know. <laughs> they're... <laughs> they're just working class, Brian. Nah, they're all junkies. Um, uh, no, Christy Dignam uh he's there was like a pretty good uh, RTE documentary about him. The Johnny Depp ago. documentary. That's about Shane McGowan. Okay, right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I take it back. <laughs> you know what? It's my parts that get <laughs> cut out. Can you believe that, folks? <laughs> He's allowed to go. Oh, was that the Lizzo documentary about Shane McGowan? <laughs> yes, Brian. Yes, it was. No, so Christy Dignam, he talked like his 80s, right? Coke was very big in the 80s, so he would talk about everyone would be doing coke all night, but then you couldn't get to sleep, so we'd do the heroin just to bring them down again, and he just got really addicted to the heroin, obviously, because it's so addictive, but he was like a, a sexual abuse survivor, he tells his story. Like Kevin Smith? A little worse than Kevin Smith, if okay. you could believe that. Did he direct Clerks? <laughs> he was... Christy Dignam and Silent Bob? <laughs> <laughs> yes that's very stupid can you no it's okay but uh yeah so chrissy dignam said his neighbor took him into his house tied him to a chair uh with his shoelaces and molested him oh my god yeah pretty fucked up like pretty grim but uh so yeah they kind of his heroin addiction was really bad now and then obviously he came out then they he left aslan he tried to go solo but he could never really get it together then he went back to Aslan, he got clean and sober. Has he got, like, a long history of music? Or was he, like, living off the... Like, is there, like, loads of albums and solo albums? No, or? to be honest, Aslan... Like, they have... They've put out a good few albums, but they're like, really... how long was Aslan together for? Originally? Originally? Maybe, like, probably five or six years, maybe? Nah, okay. probably closer to ten years. I'm not okay. as well-versed in them as... Yeah, I, I'm just trying know. to get a general picture. I'm not going to be like, uh, James... Yeah, yeah. Uh, wrong. So, they kind of... They got big... I, of all people, can't be like, that's wrong, James. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, they got big, and then, you know, they kind of... You know, it was the very much... They went to America to make it, but it all fell apart. Mm. Then they broke up. But then they got back together. But the thing is, they only ever kind of gigged around Ireland mostly and Europe. They never really got that cross. They never did the U2 thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't think they 
maybe would have had the ability to do it. I'm, I, I'm not like a big fucking music aficionado. It still could have made a bit of money. They could have afforded the mortgage, yeah, you know? Yeah, they've got a couple of really great songs. Like, the two big ones in particular are uh, This Is and Crazy World. Now, those are two big yeah, hits. Yeah, they're that huge. Even yeah. I, a literate man a like Phyllis myself. Stein, such yeah. as yourself. But yeah, so uh, he died. Now, Chrissy Dignam has been terminally ill for years. You know, he kind of very courageously battled cancer mm. and you know he was been gigging you know he was a he's a real kind of like working class he did hero. the foundry in carlo yeah i mean like if you can do that you can do anything uh, like they were kind of they were workhorses man they gigged all over the country so like got to it so he died he died very sad yeah uh why is dave fanning going after him now well, he wasn't even going after him. Dave Fanning is just. I like, heard Dave Fanning like went after his kids with a brick, <laughs> a verbal brick. He's not going to protect you in this crazy world anymore. <laughs> yes, cunts are just flinging bricks at them. Yes, dogs. I hear Dave Fanning <laughs> attacked the Miami mascot. <laughs> but so, like uh, Dave Fanning, he's like his whole thing. He's sort of like who's a good. Uh, comp- like Tony Wilson yeah. in England, right? Yeah. So Tony Wilson was just always adjacent to like big, like British bands. He was never a musician, but you know he was he was a critic and he reviewed bands. Yeah. So Dave Fannin's the Irish equivalent. He sort of back in the day he was the one that kind of got the new cool hip bands on the radio or whatever. Mm, yeah, kind of like what's his name? That pedo from the BBC, John Peel. Right? You have to spend the pedo from the BBC. I'm just, <laughs> just that one. There's Ryan. only one. Just only that one. The, uh, the rest is the big misunderstanding. But uh, yeah, so Dave Fanning, he was on, you know, the Claire Byrne show. They were like, so just share some memories of Christie. Dave Fanning goes on this thing. Is like, look, the thing is, they were never as good as people say they were. People said, I've seen better frontmen than Christie. Well, uh, you know, I I've seen plenty of better. He wasn't as good as people say. They never made it because he blew it because of his drug abuse. And then he said, oh, because I was abused. Are you sure about that, Christy? Are you sure you're not just using that as a get out of... Mm. Like, it was really distasteful. And just like, like the day odd, after he died. It's an odd choice to make, isn't it? It was, man, like, I, I, you know, I saw people going off about it on Twitter. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to listen to this because it's only like a five minute yeah. bit of the interview. And yeah, it is like I can definitely see why people um, were annoyed. It was just it it he just did not read the room at all. And here's the thing: yeah. I've noticed this over and over again. And when something like this happens, I always keep an eye out because this is something that like you can't really. It's a sad thing. All right. Yeah, yeah. Same with like there's a other case in the past. Um, like there's one case in Australia a few years ago. This woman, she's a comedian actually. She got murdered. And uh, there's another thing where, like, uh, there's an NFL player, like, he had a heart attack recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, different things happen. So, so it's something that you can't really get angry at anyone. So, yeah, like, yeah. the girl who got murdered, like, the, like, don't think they found out who did it. Or, you know, like, or, like, like 9-11 or something like that. You know, it's like things get, you know, no one knows what happened. It might have been a plane. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. The point is, keep going back to 9-11. I don't know why that's stuck in my memory. I think it's some annoying Americans on my tour today, so I was just thinking about 9-11 a lot yeah, to yeah. calm me down. All right? Sure. But, so back to this girl who got murdered in Australia. So they didn't, couldn't find who did it and people were just angry and then there was like some guys on the radio made like some dumb joke about it. Right. And then all the anger 
gets put on these guys. Yes. And same with like when the NFL player had the heart attack. You can't really get angry at his heart. No. You know? But there was some guy, uh, Skip Bayless, made some kind of like offhand comment that was a little bit, people could interpret as being offensive about how the game's more important than a player, you know? Right, and right, then right. everyone just put all their anger and hatred onto him. Yeah, projecting. It's the same with Dave Fanning. This is a very sad case where this guy got molested, you know? And it's almost like, in a way, Dave Fanning is like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We're like, he's dying. He'd like that. Yeah, he's dying for our sins in a way. So yeah. We can project all our anger on the Dave Fanning. And we just like sacrifice him like the movie Wicker Man. Yes. And then we're happy. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Now, but here's the thing. It's just the emotions. Like, you know that kind of gay thing people say where like, you know, football for lads. We can get our emotions out. No, never heard that. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I have heard that. It's like, it's a... That's the only time it's acceptable for a man to cry, you know? Yeah, so let's say, like, you know, your wife died. Yeah. And, um... But Arsenal are up 2-0. No, but I'm just saying, let's say your wife died, and Arsenal are going to win, but there's a VAR, like, a decision, and Arsenal don't get the goal. And you're right. like, you fucking can't! Yeah. Oh, this is unfair! It's not a really about Arsenal. It's about that dead wife of yours. Sure. You're un- it's unfair, because your wife's dead, and Arsenal are losing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I had a point there. In fairness, you know, Mendy did kill his wife, so, you know. <laughs> and Mendy doesn't play for Arsenal, I know. But, Mendy didn't kill his wife either. Ah, but anyway. But the thing is, Dave Fanning, he's a music critic, all right? So even for him, the day after Christie dies, to be like, I didn't think he was a great singer, and I think he kind of blew it because of his drug addiction. That's kind of, I mean, that's pretty bad already. But then to call into question his, you know, his like, you know, being sexually abused the, the as a abuse child. Thing. That's like... Like, that's a whole you know other... That's like, if, we were, if he just said he was no good, and yeah. then we were making fun of him, like, he probably made fun of him getting abused as well, you know? That's like us, like, yes-anding situation. He yeah. just did it himself. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's like the worst thing I could think of in my cuckoo loco brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The sick, depraved mind <laughs> of O'Toole. Yeah. That's right. I like Slipknot. Um... <laughs> Like, I like Slipknot and Mind of Mencia. I'm a bro. <laughs> but the fact that he literally said that, it's almost like, there's nowhere you can go from that. No. Unless he, like, um, literally, like, unless he dug up the graves like a piss on the body. <laughs> I don't know how you could be more offensive. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'd like to see him try. It's, uh, but he, he came out, he, like, apologised. And the thing about Dave Allen is he, he's sort of known for being a very... Kind of arrogant, condescending, pretentious douchebag, you know? Yeah. Like, he, he knows music, he's got a good eye for talent, but he really does come across as really, like, condescending and talking down. Like, he has very old-school Southside Dublin D4 vibes, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, look, I was there back in the 80s, you know, I saw you two play their fourth gig, I got noshed off in the jacks, and I smoked some hash. I'm basically the founder of Rolling Stone magazine. Yes. You know, he's like really a... got that vibe, mm. you know. Um, so he's an easy guy to hate on. He mm. makes it very easy. Yeah. But this is like, he just took it to a whole other level there. So, yeah. you know. 
Okay. Anyway, we'll move on from that there because yeah. it'll feel sad. But R.I.P. to Christie yeah. and to Cormac McCarthy. Uh, I do respect writers and heroin addicts. I, I feel, uh, the two yeah. very much go hand in hand as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so just uh, do you, we'll talk about McGregor in a second. Okay. Real quick, we'll talk about the Trump indictment. Oh. Just real quick because it is like, it's funny, it is big news in a way, but a lot of the times these things don't actually mean anything. No, like, yeah. Like he's been indicted before for the yeah. Stormy Daniels thing. Doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, but his fans aren't gonna be like, oh, "Wait a minute, oh, he uh, he had mo- sex with a woman." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All his gay fans are disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, I'm just saying, like, just so he's got indicted again now for having boxes of secret evidence, uh, yeah, secret files, like so, documents that yes. he took from the White House or no, the I know some people are saying, even people on the right are saying, like, this could actually really hurt him way more. Like Stormy Daniels thing, a lot of lads are like. Hey, bro. Hey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. not if they're looking at recent pictures yeah. of Stormy Daniels, hey, but you she's know. she's no Riley Reed, but yeah. come on. <laughs> hey, Mr. President, we all have our bad days, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, but this case, like, they can spin it where it's like he's putting lives, Americans' lives in danger. You yeah. know, he's like, he's got the secret files. Uh, he was tell- showing them to Kid Rock and Mike Tyson, you know? <laughs> he probably was, that's the thing. I think Kid Rock, there was like an interview going around, he's like, so I was there with Trump and I was like, dude, should you be showing me this? Yeah. He's just showing like a, a diagram of the Pentagon where yeah. the Kid Aliens and Kid Rock's like, are those gay aliens? Are they drinking Bud Light? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I tell you what, it's funny. So I've been watching a lot of Tucker Carlson. Okay, I like going to Tucker and seeing his point of view now. Right, and it's interesting because Tucker, he definitely is courting the Trump fans. Still, he's not going to go against Trump. Yeah, okay, because the Trump fans love That's Tucker. His demographic, exactly. Yeah. So I love seeing the way he spins things. It's actually kind of impressive. It's almost like you know when you watch someone lie. Let's say you know someone who's cheating on his girlfriend. Yeah, and you watch him like lie to his girlfriend to her face, and it's like the lies are so stupid, and he's convincingly selling yeah, the lie. You're almost yeah. like, God damn, this guy is such a piece of shit. I'm impressed. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, me and Brian were fishing. Yeah, Brian's like a manly man who goes fishing. I'm like, God damn it, he's trying this. And she believes it. She thinks I go fishing. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But anyway, uh, my point was, so Tucker this week has taken the tact that um, he's completely ignored the whole indictment thing. Okay. And he's focusing on John Cusack. The actor? Yes. Oh. So John Cusack was saying that Fox News should be banned. Oh, right. Yeah. And he's like, okay, great. So John Cusack, Hollywood, Holly Weird, mm-hmm. you know, wants to ban the news. You can't get any news now because of John Cusack. Great. Why's he defending Fox, though? Fox fired him. I'm like, obviously... It's not the Fox thing. It's just to, like, drum up some, like, hey, John Cusack, remember him? Yeah. He's just as bad as Trump. Yeah, Jesus, John Cusack, I mean, that's a weird... That's a weird one, isn't it? Like, yeah. I was like, this must be a joke. That's literally the way Tucker went right there. So he's on. He's just on Twitter now, right? He's on Twitter, but Fox are trying to shut him down, though, because they're saying it's a breach of contract. Right, yeah. Because he's still broadcasting. His, he's, like, on broadcast on Twitter, not on a network. Yeah, surely he's... I mean, I mean... He, it's basically like hey, look, he's, he's uh, vlogging. Hey, you know, know me. I'm not. I'm. I'm Team Tucker. You know me. Yeah. Okay. I'm standing up for his rights right there. Right. 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 Yeah. I'm walking around with a gun just in case someone disrespects Tucker ever. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, you're, you're going to be busy. It's Pride <laughs> Month, so you, you'll have your work cut out for you. You know. 
Uh, um, oh, and again, we're talking about McGregor real quick. The plus people, I love these plus people. <laughs> uh, and McGregor then, yes, craziness, yes, madness, disrespecting he was the mascot, acting a mother flipping fool, Brian. So even just like, so God, he, this guy had a busy evening, didn't he? Makes so, me realize how boring I am. <laughs> God, I'm vanilla. You're going to sit on your phone for an hour and be like, I wasted a whole hour of my life. What could I have done? I didn't punch a mascot or rape a woman in the bathroom. So, so I remember like, wait, allegedly, remember this is a free one. Oh yeah, allegedly. Yeah, 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 I, don't, yeah. I don't want to piss off McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Well, people, a lot of people are... Uh... Yeah, well the thing is like, Ireland is very strict libel laws. Yeah. So if you rape a woman in Ireland, you're grand. But if you rape a woman, I just, you know, this is like me, I'm punching... Up or down or yeah, something, you know, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm punch, I'm swinging. <laughs> yeah, but if you rape a woman in a fucking Miami Heat game, you know, yeah. that's a problem. That is noticeable. And they have different libel laws in America. What's the timeline? Did he do this allegedly before or after punching the mascot? After, yeah. After. So he punched the mascot twice and that wasn't enough. Yeah. So he had to go. He thought he would come, but he didn't. So... The story is that so all, you know, backstage, there's a lot of people, there's paparazzi and there's entourage. So the victim claims that his uh, entourage, his security team, his personnel uh, purposefully separated her from her friends so that McGregor could get her alone. McGregor takes her into a bathroom, tries to sexually assault her, and she managed to elbow him and run away. Yeah. That, that's her story, right? I haven't actually read the case, but I'm just going to follow. I'm just going to okay. take your lead right there. So, what I, you know, obviously a lot of people, you know, we have heard these allegations before about him. I kind of forget how many allegations there is. There's like, a couple. There's, I, look, there's plenty of smoke. There's a baker's dozen. There's yeah. a rapist dozen yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> the, He's a busy bee. Yeah. He's a busy bee. A lot of pollen. Because uh, you're like, he hasn't fought in a while. What's he do? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How does he get out of his, his aggression? You know, oh, the I way see. You're like, you know the way Woody Allen does a movie a year. You're like, wow. <laughs> this guy's got stamina. But so all the comments on, you know, like Twitter, Instagram, all, you know, anywhere you go, you're seeing a lot of comments like, yo, this bitch capping. This yeah. bitch capping. That's Dave Fanning again. <laughs> yo, this bitch capping, dog. So they're all saying there's no, like, he is, you know, a professional fighter or one of the greatest fighters of all time. Mm. How is this random woman going to elbow him to make him stop or whatever? That's, again, this, well, is, this is all the people, the comments. I'm not saying. Well, you're winking at me. Uh, <laughs> with my cock. <laughs> I am uh, squeezing my bell end so my urethra winks at you. Don't tell them, Brian. It's our little secret. Uh, speak into the mic, you little slut. Uh so yes that's you know people are saying oh that's this Mm. allegations bullshit you'd wonder how mcgregor is almost like the cis version of ezra miller in a way where it's like uh don't let him hear (laughs) don't let him hear you say that (laughs) mcgregor wouldn't like that but i'm saying like it's like some of these celebrities like funny some celebrities okay they're like you know like you know like jonathan majors now yeah He, he punches a woman 
and uh, a few women. A few women, yeah. A but, few times. Uh, you're right. I don't know what a position. notorious serial abuser. <laughs> I don't know what women. position I'm taking here. <laughs> you know, he just said he scuffed her shoes once and she got him arrested. And then HR got involved. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, my point is, sometimes you hear about a celebrity and it's like, you know, it was like an instant happened and they got fired from a thing. You're like, oh, he got fired. Well, you know, you know, sounds a bit weird, whatever. Yeah. And then sometimes you're like, wait, he killed 14 people and like, you know. What, he decapitated Jimmy Fallon and yeah. he's still, he hasn't been arrested? Well, it's a whole legal thing, you and know. Then he started the live action Inspector Gadget. <laughs> My God. <laughs> and Godzilla? Whoa. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, some people are just like, you must have, I need to know your lawyer. Like, yeah. you, you're so, your PR team, the hate, like, whatever you're doing. Like, Faustian packed with yeah. the Dark Lord Satan, it's perhaps. Because, like, there's this rape allegation. Of Manny McGregor. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still on The Ultimate Fighter, which he was filmed before this. But, like, the fight, I think, is still going ahead, him with Chandler. Yeah. Uh, there, there hasn't, there, you know... The ha- UFC is one of those things. The UFC is different than, um, you know, if you work in Tesco, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't get the protection that the UFC gives you. <laughs> you get caught wanking in the frozen aisle section. You can't get Dana White to help you out, you know what I mean? It's a press conference. <laughs> He's a good man. We all make mistakes. Dana, please. I'm one of the boys, you know. Um, Yes, so... Yeah... It, the allegation doesn't seem to have made its made, like went any further than sort of internet gossip and hearsay. Yeah, I mean, like, this one at least got a bit more actual press, like actual newspapers I recorded. I think, though, that she was like, I'm not pressing charges. I think she uh, allegedly okay, yeah, yeah. was allegedly, just yeah. going for the cash settlement straight away. Uh, again, Cadden's like, you know, she just want that money. <laughs> this bitch capping. Yo, she want the cheddar, bro. <laughs> this hoe want the squirrel of her. Yeah. Please, Mr. Cadden, get back to your Christy Dignam memorial. <laughs> Yo, that bitch capping. I, she want the squirrel. I think... It's not going to end until the murder involved. Yeah. I think there's going to be some weight, some spider, like Goodfellas, <laughs> some some poor young lad's going to get battered by McGregor. Yeah, you know? it's going to be like OJ. I think we're like there will be some instant that like we literally cannot ignore. Ignore, and then there'll be these documentaries like we all knew about it. Yeah, you know everybody knew, but we didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, well. Like, we were talking about McGregor, you were talking about him on Ultimate Fighter, and you said, like, his speech seems very affected. It's just not, it's not, like, crazy affected yet, but you yeah. see a decline already. But, like, even, like, just the insanity of, let's say this allegation is true, so then what happened is, he punched a mascot, knocked him unconscious, went backstage right afterwards, and attempted to rape a woman with hundreds of witnesses in the vicinity. Yeah. Like, if that's true, you got to imagine it's a combination of, obviously, coke, alcohol, steroids, CTE. Yeah. His brain is a gumbo soup, man. McGregor, it feels like... And he's from Crumlin, <laughs> for God's sake. 
the fucking low-brow dog. And McGregor at the moment, sometimes it feels like he's living, um, you know in Grand Theft Auto, when you want to get five stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're doing everything. You're just like robbing, smashing yeah. ambulances, other ambulances. He thinks he just has to drive the car into the garage, get the paint job, and he drives out, and he's like, the stars go. It's like, oh, he did it again, baby. Yeah. Yeah, deal fucking Norton, what? Break out the red panties, baby. We did it. We got the stars. And I yeah. guarantee, by the time we record next week, we'll be like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't believe he ate the entire baby after he fucked it to death. I mean, I thought he was in a cutting phase. That's pure carbo loading. What's he doing? He's got Chandler in a couple of weeks. Come on. No respect for the sport at all. Oh. The greedy pig. <laughs> Gobbling up that baby he raped to death. This is the free one. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Awesome. You get fun with like you know he's fighting Michael Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Chandler Bing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Don't do anything with that. Right. Sit on that for a yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save I'll, that for the. I'll free. take that to the lab. You know, yeah. just like work out some bars, yo. <laughs> Find the beats. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're, you're working with Doctor Dre. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So enough without that. Let's go on something different. I like this. It's a like quick round, okay? okay? This keeps the energy up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I don't feel shit this time. Okay. Sometimes when I'm talking to you, I feel shit. Yeah? Yeah. I just, How so? I just don't want to be here. You just feel dizzy and <laughs> nauseous. You're sort of just like lying on the floor. I was like, I- I'm tired talking to you now, James. <laughs> just lying on the floor and shit myself. Yeah, yeah. But, um, That's what happens when you come over here at 11.30 at night. It's like, come on, James, wake up. We're doing the podcast now. And then three minutes. It's in, you're like, oh, 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 what was his name? Christy McCartney Paul or something. He wrote that film about Cameron Diaz's yeah. cunt yeah. on the windshield. Ah, you're I the d- singer from Aslan, Paul Feig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. So another thing I watched recently, I watched it with the girlfriend there. Somebody feed Phil. Yeah. Because if you walk around Capel Street in Dublin, there's all these signs for As Seen on Netflix. Uh-huh. I was like, ooh, I like Netflix. I'm a cool kid. Yeah. Somebody feed Phil. I've heard about it, never watched it. Have you seen much of Phil Rosenthal? No. I mean, I know what he looks like. He's the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond yes. for the, uh, you know, the uninitiated who aren't in the biz like you and me, Brian. Mm. Uh, so he's like a skinny uh, Jewish guy. He's like in his fifties, right? Yeah. Kind of dorky looking. Yeah. I I thought he's like a. I was like, oh, I almost some likable guy goes around eating food, you know? Yeah. He is so unpleasant to look at. Really? Yeah. He has this thing where he goes like, he sm- starts off smiling. All right, so he'd be like, yeah. hey, how you doing? Huh? And it's like keeps smiling at you and this kind of psychotic looking like just nodding his head like he's giving yeah. you a box and you open it and it's your mother's head <laughs> like, you know, it's just like this is like just something and then he's got a knife and fork yeah. mm, bon appetit yeah there's something like unsettling about like, like he's just so smiley like wow yeah, yeah. huh like it's, he's just he's not very natural it comes he, off as insincere yeah yeah or yeah, just like yeah. sometimes when someone's like very insecure and they're putting on a thing of like I'm happy <laughs> yeah Happy, happy, happy. And then they take out a gun and shoot the secretary. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, is that that vibe? So this episode, he goes to, it's meant to be Dublin. 
Right. All right. But he does not go just to Dublin. A few times he goes like, I went just down the road to a place called County Cork. Uh, but, yeah. Well, so he starts off in Dublin. Well, see, over in America, it's such a big country that for them, driving two hours to a place is nothing. But for us, it's yeah. like, you know. For us, it's like, yes. It's like Lewis and Clark. It's <laughs> like, but Jesus, I have to go all the way over there. Yeah. So it's 12 minutes in the car. Yeah. Sure, I might not come back at all. So just going from Dundalk to Drogheda, you say goodbye to the family. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're the man that house now Timmy <laughs> oh. you have to put down your mother when she gets sick you yeah, know like yeah. a real man yeah. so he go, starts off in Dublin like the Donner party you know you're gonna, be, you're gonna be eating each other you're on the bus air and boss just munching on your son's femur yeah he's going from Fibsburg to Finglas yeah. <laughs> so he starts off in Dublin and like he starts off in a place I think it's called Mother Hubbard okay it's like a Turkish Irish place and he's like I'm having breakfast in Ireland. An Irish breakfast. <sighs> yeah. Like that. And like the guy's like, hi, Phil, here's some food. Chachalash for you. Welcome to Dublin. We don't like everybody loves Raymond. Not in our country. We do not like because of the genocide. <laughs> Oh, Ray, I don't think these guys like us very much. <laughs> what are we doing here? What the, uh, how are you doing, Phil? Yeah, these guys don't like you. They're spitting in your food there. Yeah. You're eating a hummus? That's not hummus. It's commas. They're jizzing in it. Anyway. Let's, let's let him go. Let me go, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, but I forget now. So, okay, so, so he's going around and he's like, I'm in Ireland. He starts off like, in Dublin, everyone says hello, everyone's friendly, and everyone's lovely. And have a clip and walk around, and there's people just going, like, Hi, Phil. Yeah. And he's like, Hey. It's obviously they're actors. Sure, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like, it's like watching like this kind of like Disneyland version of Dublin. Yeah. And he's also big in like, you ever hear Boxty? Did you have Boxty when you're growing up? Box T. Yeah. Box T, no. B O X T Y. No. Okay, good. It's not just. I was what like, is that? I was like, am I a Protestant or something? Because he was yeah. like, in Ireland, they all eat box tea. And this is box tea here. It's like, uh, talking to some chef, say, yeah, you know, I would have grown up like we eat box tea every day of the week here. There must have must be a made up food for Jewish people. <laughs> 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 maybe it's like a Dublin thing. Yeah, you know? maybe it's a Dublin thing. Okay, what, what I, is it exactly? I asked um, our mutual friend Rooney, and he knew about it. Well, he's a you know he's a he's a foodie. He's he, a he, I, 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 he's yeah. a dab hand at the culinary arts. Yeah, yeah, and the Jews as well. Yeah. He knows a lot about them. <laughs> so I'm just like, is that beans? Is that yeah. is that sausages? <laughs> is that pot noodle? <laughs> Why is he saying pot noodle wrong? But so what is boxy exactly? I, I think it's just like hash browns okay but they do up nice or something right 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 and the weirdest bit in it is like i heard about this thing they got called dingle ice cream so i thought let's check out dingle ice cream i brought my old friend kevin mcgattern so he brings kevin mcgattern along that's pretty good okay to eat ice cream he's like kevin mcgattern he's like a topical news show so he's basically john stewart and they bring in Kevin McGarren. He does not let Kevin McGarren say a single word. Oh. Yeah, he's kind of like, hey, Kevin, what do you think about the ice cream? Uh, and like Kevin starts talking. He's like, yes, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it's good ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, this is great ice cream, isn't it, Kevin? Just nod. 
Don't fucking talk. Yeah. What have you created? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Is there, yeah. Uh, is there a show called Everybody Loves McGahern? Didn't think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I love McGahern. Yeah. I think he's a very funny man. Well, I'll tell you what. The next scene, McGahern's not there. Oh. So I only can only assume McGahern is dead now. Because okay. like, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened there. It's a very weird thing to introduce this new character to the show. Yeah. And, and McGarren was probably like, this is my big break. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a pretty big... I can stop gigging with James Cadden. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sweaty. He won't stop sweating. Even, doesn't matter how far away from him I get, I can still see the sweat glistening on his big pork chop face. You know the movie, It Follows. <laughs> it sweats. Yeah. Man tit follows. Yeah, he keeps doing Hardy Bucks quotes to me. Uh, He's trying to be new salmon. <laughs> uh, McGarren's good, though. Yeah, like McGarren's good. I, I was annoyed me even more. In fact, you have McGarren. It's like, no, none of this now. Yeah. And then he just goes to Guinness, and he's just like, Guinness, like, whoa, a pint of Guinness. Mmm, Guinness. He never, like, you know, like, Anthony Bourdain or, like, yeah. any of his food guys. Yeah. Talk about the food and there's a passion to it. And it's like, this food here is made with this. Am I talk about the culture of the food or whatever it is? All he does, this Phil guy, he's like, that's great. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Hmm, I'd like more of that. Th- yeah. That's, that's the level. Right. That's it. You'd think he was... Literally brain dead. Like, okay. You think there's something wrong with him. Like, honest to God, you think he should be put down. All right. By the state. <laughs> for the sake of humanity, you know? Yeah. And all of his earnings should go to Brad Garrett. <laughs> Brad Garrett deserves it. And also, like, he's like, hey, guess what? I love Ireland so much, I married one. And he mentions, like, three times, like, I married an Irish girl. Did he? Yeah. What? Yeah, so... This motherfucker roast dog coming over here taking all of our proud Irish sisters. Man, get your yarmulke-eating ass out (laughs) this motherfucker, man. (laughs) Motherfucker coming over here gentrifying our pussy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he probably jerking off McGannon, too, boy. (laughs) Get your hands off him. Uh, I, I, I connected to that actually speaking of yarmulkes there yeah uh, I was watching this thing recently there's like these uh, black pedophile hunters that are all Jewish <laughs> wait wait I got black pedophile hunters that are Jewish yeah so you mean Jewish pedophile hunters that hunt black pedophiles no 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 like, it's confusing oh it is they're, they're black guys okay I know they're, they're Jewish and they hunt pedophiles, right. mostly white pedophiles. Right. So we can all root for that. White uh, Episcopalian pedophiles. Like, this sounds like the new Jordan Peele movie. This is. Like, <laughs> yeah. So they'd be like, you know, we got you, you pedophile ass. Yeah. You know, yeah. Hanukkah, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But so he brings his wife over. By the way, his wife is dog shit. Yeah. Not to be mean. <laughs> no, please. Very respectful. Uh, not not appearance wise. Yeah. Not appearance-wise. Oh, okay. I just... Also appearance-wise. All right. But more just like she's like, oh my God, yeah, I'm American, but I'm actually Irish. Yeah. So what is she, like Boston? Some disgusting... American? Some disgusting pig place, all right? Right, right, right. And then just like bring her some like gynecology. What do you call it? Gynecology? Gynecologist? No, you know what? They check your DNA. Oh, genealogy. Genealogy, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm looking at here. Your great-great-grandparents are from uh, Michigan or like that. You're like probably about 3% 
Irish. You're like, now I'm 52% Irish. Yay. Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah, okay, whatever you want. <laughs> whatever. In this day and age, believe what you want. I'm not going to get involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't involved in this, baby. Yeah, okay? yeah. yeah. White women get what you want, all right? Good luck to you. <laughs> and then he goes around a few other places, you know. So I mentioned he goes to Guinness, goes down to Cork. Um, and in Cork, he just literally goes to like a place like this. He just talks like these guys in a pub. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, uh, you know, Ah, well, I forget now. He says something funny. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Does he ever say anything funny? No, not now. There's something that interesting. He just talks to these regular drunk pub guys. They're just like kind of regular, but they're so funny in comparison. You know, just like, ah, sure, I saw bollocks. He's like, what? Bollocks? Yeah. What? Is this a new Irish dish I'm unaware of? <laughs> I wouldn't mind eating some bollocks. Yeah, fucking what? <laughs> Get out of this fucking pub now, you dirty fucking who are you? Coming around here with that fucking filth coming out of your gob. Whoa, these guys are crazy. Yeah. I kind of want to watch more. I kind of want one. Like, so I'm obviously, I know Ireland. Right? Sure. Barely. I don't know Boxty. So, I but, never heard of that either. But like, I want to see him in like somewhere else so I can get like a better idea of like maybe somewhere I don't know either. Yeah. But like, I don't know how. It's gone for six seasons on Netflix. Netflix cancelled everything apart from Stranger Things yeah. and Somebody Feed Phil. I mean, it's probably all self-financed, you know? He's got so much money. It's probably, he's just like, I'm filming this anyway, Netflix. Yeah. Do it. And it's probably not, it's not that expensive to make. But also, like, those kind of, like, fucking food shows, like, you mm. know, they really can churn those out for next to nothing and people watch them fucking, you know. Yeah. People that think they're like Bourdain, you know? It's yeah. like, I smoke weed and I make uh, souffles, so, you know. I'm basically like a chef doing heroin in New York. I'm smoking weed in Monaghan, but it's the same thing. Oh, <laughs> My the- sexy girlfriend is also a pedophile. <laughs> I'm Pretty. in the concrete city of Monaghan. And- <laughs> it's a concrete jungle where only the strong survive. Yeah, uh, yeah Phil, like his wife isn't a pedophile. It's disgusting. No. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so, another thing we're going to talk about real quick now. Uh, you know Bill Simmons? Yeah. Bill Simmons, he's kind of known for his podcasting and um, his sports journalism and 30 for 30. Yeah. And Music Box. He's also known for that. Okay. Those music documentaries on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do very well. The DMX, you know the DMX I've one? I've seen the DMX one and I've seen the Woodstock 99 yeah. one. Obviously, he's not like behind the camera filming DMX, you know, he's just, uh, you know, yeah. giving DMX the drugs, going, go on, do it, it'd be more interesting. <laughs> uh, he's just kind of like the overall kind of guy, it's like he's the brand leader, you know? Yeah, 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 sure. So he sold his podcast network to Spotify, and he actually got hired by Spotify to help with their podcasts. Wow. And he came out, he kind of blew up there recently, and it's kind of weird how much it blew up, it's just like, Harry and Meghan are such a big story that if you comment on them, you kind of just become the story themselves. You yeah, know you I mean? get kind of dragged. Like South Park kind of got dragged into yeah. it for a like bit. Like if I jerked off over a picture of Prince Harry right now, yeah. I'd be in the sun. Okay. I'd be in the sun, the Daily Mail, you know. And that's something to think about, But dude. you won't do it out of respect for Charles. Yeah, exactly. Long live the king. For our king. God <laughs> save the king. Uh, uh. So, uh, Bill Simmons came out there. So, Spotify, like a week ago, terminated their $200 million podcasting contract. The Harry and Meghan? Yeah, with Harry and Meghan. Did they have a 200 million? No, not 200 million, surely. Maybe 100 million. Okay. Maybe actually, I guess Rogan was 100 million, wasn't it? Rogan was 100 million. I think they got the same 
around the same number as Rogan. I okay. think they, they use Rogan's leverage, I think, yeah. Right, right, right. So you're meant to have a whole podcast network where it's going to be like the Meghan Markle podcast and the Prince Harry podcast, you know? Right. Because you want to hear that, you know? Of course, yeah. Who the fuck is still invested in well, here's that? Here's interesting. Like... So they, they got a Meghan Markle podcast out. It was like six episodes. Right. And it and was literally just her with like, you know, Jamel, J- uh, you know, whatever her name is. Okay. The one from The Good Place. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. like, you know, I think she had like, you know... Hillary Clinton? Probably Hillary Clinton yeah. and probably like Beyonce or something like that, you know? Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. she even got Beyonce. I think she nah, got like... she wouldn't get Beyonce. Yeah, she got like Beyonce's she, janitor, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> she might Jay-Z, get... Jay-Z, that's yeah. it, yeah. Um, oh! Yeah, so. Careful, <laughs> careful. That's it mean. I'm sorry, sorry, Jay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love the way you cheat on her. Rockefeller, but, yo. Yeah, so the point is, okay, she had like a podcast, did like six episodes. A lot of people made fun of the podcast, even like liberal types were like, it's very... Um, I actually look up the guests out of interest. Yeah, okay? yeah. They're saying it's very like out of touch and just kind of weird. Um, later on, it came out that she didn't even interview these people. They got an intern to interview these people and then just like... Uh, just edited it edit in. Edit in Megan be like, wow, interesting. Jesus Why? Christ. Yeah, yeah. So just a pure shameless cash grab because she obviously, she has no talent or opinions or an original voice or even she doesn't like... Arguably, it is a somewhat unique perspective. If she was in any way intelligent or articulate, she could spin it in a way that she could get some like yeah. longevity out of this. Like she was behind the palace walls, but she's just so if unlikable. Just, like, if, if she was just like a normal person, be like that's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm just trying to get through it. Oh my god, I can't believe the media are following me. You know, like that. All right. Yeah. But she's doing like even like you know the whole the Oprah thing was like, were were you silent? Are silenced like they talk like people don't talk like this. Yeah, they all talk like they're on Riverdale or something. Yeah, it's all it's like it's all dramatic and stupid. Like she was on that show Suits. Every time she talks, it sounds like it was written by some fucking twenty-three-year-old Adderall addict who's non-binary but still lives at home, even though they're on a six-figure salary. You know, yeah. sounds like a pretty sweet life, James. Wait, <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'm jealous, I'm, of yeah. course. I'm projecting. You know, so like. Here's the guest she had on, all right? So, um, who are these people? <laughs> I've never heard it. Oh, uh, Isa Ray, I think I've heard of her. Uh-huh. Paris Hilton. Oh, yeah, I know her. Eliza Schlesinger. Oh, yeah. Um, Eliza Schlesinger. Margaret Cho. Margaret Cho. Yeah. Mariah Carey. Okay. Serena Williams. That's eh, not. That's all right. Not, it's not again. Like, where are the dudes? Yeah, where are the bros? Yo, what about where's Anthony Cumia? Oh, here, Trevor Noah. That's it. Okay, and uh, Judd Apatow. Oh, they don't count. <laughs> oh, way to go! You picked the two gayest guys ever. Yeah. You're just jealous, James. Of course. Why is Megan talking to me? You keep checking your emails. Like, hello. <laughs> I'm refreshing every 50. I'll do my Ray Romano impression. But anyway, the point is, so they cancelled the um, Spotify contract. Spotify for like, this is shit. The podcasts aren't doing well. Yeah. You're not recording enough. Joe's doing about fucking nine three-hour episodes a day. You know, you know with RFK, boy. Joe Rogan is talking every... Uh, anti-trans activist and every that he can get his hands on, all yeah. right. And you're talking to fucking Trevor Noah for twenty minutes, and that's a day's work, is it? Yeah. You know, it was actually very stressful doing the to the Eilish show. 
John Stewart is great, man. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Tell me more, Trevor <laughs> Noah. Yeah. Uh, so then um, they cancelled it, and then Bill Simmons on his podcast is like, oh my God, they're a fucking nightmare. They're yeah. awful. He said something very interesting. I want him to expand on more when he can. He said, I did a Zoom call with Prince Harry yeah. to discuss podcast ideas. And he said it was the most excruciating hour of his life. Okay. And he was like, this guy should be thrown to the fucking sun. Like, get rid of this guy. Really? I hate him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He said it was like the worst ideas you've ever heard of. And when he can talk about it more, he'd love to talk about it more. And I'm like, I'm so excited for this. Man, night. yeah. That's pretty ballsy for him to even be so. Yeah, because he's still connected with Spotify. You yeah. Know? And Spotify might be like. We might like to work with these in the future, you know? Yeah. And he's just, I think he's just had it with these guys, you know? Because in those past, in his podcast, he normally talks about basketball, but he will kind of drop in every now and again, like, you know, oh, you know, LeBron got bad contract with the Lakers now. Kind of like, you know, it's almost as bad as that shitty Prince Harry book. What a fucking cunt. <laughs> anyway, back to the Lakers. Guys, <laughs> mom's dead. I just wish I could have been one of the paparazzis that did it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, who's better, Jordan or LeBron? <laughs> you know, just goes back, <laughs> goes back to it. Um, so it was interesting that now, and like, wasn't there something like Tim Dillon? Tim Dillon was in the Daily Mail. He was. Tim Dillon is that perfect example. He yeah. talked about Harry and Meghan. Then the Daily Mail, were like, beloved comedian Tim <laughs> Dillon, the Daily Mail's favorite, fat gay cokehead. Who, you know, has a schizophrenic mother and sold subprime mortgages, has an opinion on Meghan Markle. Fat gay cokehead steals the hearts of the nation. This is Great Britain right here. There's a queen we'd all love to follow. Yeah. Um, so I can't even remember what he said. He, I mean, like Tim Dillon, is, like, he's always, you know, openly shitting on people. But even from back when people were stupid enough to actually, you know, drink the Kool-Aid after the Oprah interview, yeah. where, like, people were unironically saying, she's actually a victim of persecution. Like, mm. he was like, are you fucking, are you high? Yeah. Like, she's a fucking rich cunt actress from yeah. L.A. Yeah. who married a prince. Yeah. Like, At know? least for her, you give me, like, you know... Well, you know, racism and all that, you know? Yeah. Well, don't look at me like that. But when it comes to Prince Harry, that's the thing. When people are, like, trying to... Like, Prince Harry was like, he suffered even worse than her, yeah. you know? That's when it just becomes real They silly. called him a ginger whinger. Yeah. yeah. They made fun of his frozen todger just because it was all frozen. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. If if MLK was alive <laughs> to see this. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean... I, I'm so uninterested with the Meghan Harry thing. I I think that's the thing. It was such a big story. It was like there's an industry. Like, you know, way there's sports reporters. Yeah. And like current events reporters and yeah. that, okay? And like there's guys who like their whole job is they, they report on horse racing. Yeah. Okay? There's guys who like they kind of moved out of like, I only do current events. I just do Harry and Meghan stories. And yeah. now just the, the well is dry. Is now thing- there's like. The, the oil is gone. Now yeah. it's like trying to pump anything they can get out of it. One, f- a couple of final few squirts. Oh, and it only, it only appeals to that certain demographic of real like gutter press fucking trash hounds. Like where they're like literally the, the worst kind of paparazzi where they're like running after you with a camera calling you a fat pig and saying that your dad's probably a pedo yeah. just to get a, a reaction out of you you know yeah. what I mean like they have no morals or ethics like mm. 
And the thing is, you know, like there's that story recently, like they tried to say they were being stalked and followed and chased yeah. by reporters. But then people were like, I think their Uber driver came out. was like, no, nobody was following them. It was grand. I don't know yeah. what she's on about. So it's like, she's trying to play the victim card, but she's really stoking the flames. Like, mm. guys, come on, keep, yeah. please chase us. Things like, if she just kept quiet, you, you feel sorry for her. Cause like yeah. daily mail was being like, you know, this mysterious dark woman takes our beloved prince like a start yeah, okay yeah. but she just kept she just fucking talked too much yep, she ruined yep, it yeah yep. yeah it's so embarrassing for him like he got fucking hoodwinked he got played because eventually i can't wait for this like she's going to leave him yeah and she's going to end up like dating some guy who plays for like the miami heat yeah you know the mascot for the miami heat you know <laughs> and he's just like well i've got nothing now you know yeah. when you hear about some guys who's like he lost half his money in the divorce. Yeah. Like, wow. It's like, this guy, he He's lost. He's got nothing, man. He was a prince a and prince. he left everything, you know? He, yeah, he walked away from it all because he thought he was like. In love. Yeah. Ew. What a dumbass. Yeah. Holy shit. It's a lesson there for the bros. He I got guess. hoodwinked. Yeah. Fucking just. He needed to, re- he needed to read Iceberg Slim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was raising him, you know? Anyway, look, uh, before we go, actually, I forgot completely. You have been getting pretty cool recently. What? You've been watching one of my favorite shows. Oh, yes. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. And you've been watching Twin Peaks. I kind of feel left out now. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when everyone pulls a train on a girl. Yes. And you're on, you're, you know, yeah. you can't get hard. No. Yeah. Okay. And then you you just look at a picture of Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> But it's too late. She's already woken up and she's, uh, you know, running out the door. And you're just there with your rock-hard pecker ready to go. But all the fellas are like, hey, you snooze, you lose, douchebag. I actually do kind of want to go. You've bit the bug in me. You've got the. You got me going. You know. Yeah. You got me blood flowing. Yeah. I kind of want to go back and watch Twin Peaks now because you're watching it. How far into are you? I am. Um, I think I'm halfway through season two. Well, James, the floor is yours. Talk about Twin Peaks, there. I mean, Twin Peaks. You know, I watched season one a few years ago, and I really loved it. Like you know, and I love David Lynch. Because he's just so weird and, you know, he has such a distinctive style. Mm. And there's just so many things about Twin Peaks that are just... It's like all these elements that are fused together. It shouldn't work because it's like... It's really like over-the-top melodramatic, kind of like a cheesy soap opera, but intentionally Intentionally, so. yeah. And then... But then it, they also... They all watch that soap opera. Exactly. Operas, even more yeah, intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, with the with the big rising music and the oh, I'm so in love with you. But then that juxtaposes the really dark, weird yeah. stuff. Like in for network TV, yeah, the incredibly dark, uh, like sexual stuff. Like there's a lot of implied stuff to get to more in the of, movie. Yeah, and of that, like, like rape and incest. Yeah, uh, and you know, just even the sort of the whole like the high concept shit of like you know demonic possession, and he talks about sort of buddhist philosophy and yeah yeah and it's very very funny as well it's a really funny There's show so many funny things yeah in it. Like, yeah and what i love is like that funniness is throughout the whole show like yeah. there's things and like even like the return and like you know there's like so so funny like yeah i find it hard to actually laugh at comedies like there's a lot of comedies sure. that i kind of watch 
I'm such a like I'm like dis disinterested like yeah oh yeah the way that kind of links up with that yeah. yeah. Oh, like, like the golf ball out the whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, Dan, so yeah, cool, whatever. Like, but like I tried to, I tried to show you, uh, you know, that's my boy, <laughs> and yeah. you didn't chuckle once. I'm like, oh, vanilla ice. Uh, yeah. But there's rape and incest in this too, Brian. This is. I thought you know it would be a nice transition I from know, Twin yeah. Peaks. It's it's a fault of mine. I'll yeah, say that. So yeah. it's a fault of mine. But when I'm watching a show like The Sopranos or this, or yeah. like you know, when something funny happens in this. It really gets me. I need to. I only get my laughs at shows that are like dramas that have a funny thing in it. That's what yeah. gets me actually laughing, laughing. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And Twin Peaks is some very, very funny stuff. I won't spoil it. There's a thing with Michael Sarah that's very, very in, funny. In the Return. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to like Fire Walk with me and The Return because I think. Because you're, you're in the doldrums right now. Yeah, so season two, I think I'm coming into what's known as, you know, just the. The lesser, because David Lynch got frustrated, the network were pressuring him to, you know, you have to change it, this and that. And I can even start to see where the network pressure is coming in, because there was a few bits where, like, they really, like, they're really forcing him, like, David Lynch... He, his shit is very ambiguous a lot of the yeah. time. So the whole he leaves premise it open is, to interpretation. The whole premise is Twin Peaks. A girl called Laura Palmer gets murdered yeah. in like the first scene, basically. And we got to find out who did it yeah. and why. I think and... David Lynch's whole thing was like, it's about the town of Twin Peaks, really, and the murder isn't as, more, isn't as important as more like the kind of... It's a people. vibe, yo. Yeah, the yeah. people, or and also the whole demonic It's a very elements. sickening thing that I just said. Yeah, the vibe element, yeah. yeah. It's a vibe. Anyone who says it's a vibe, yeah. You know what else is a vibe? Me crushing your larynx with my boot. <laughs> it's a Con Air quote. Slay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's giving Con Air vibes, guys. <laughs> it's giving Columini. What the fuck is this retarded shit that these fucking mongoloids spew out? And I'm a fucking idiot. For uh, oh, you're just an old man. It's like, well, I'm sorry that I have respect for the written word and the language that we speak, and I refuse to, you know, to debase myself with your colloquial garbage, you philistine. Now, are you gonna let me fuck you or not, you dumb whore? Anyway, uh, but yeah, Twin Peaks. It's a fun show. I'm liking a lot. I'm liking a lot. Yeah. Oh man, because I watched the thing. Um. Red Letter Media did a good thing about Twin Peaks. Okay. And um, there's a few kind of good... Like, I was making fun of it last week even, but, like, there is some good stuff where they analyze Twin Peaks and talk about it. Yeah. And there's a whole kind of world. So there's a Twin Peaks and the revival in the movie. But also... So Twin Peaks is the brainchild of two people. And Mark Frost is very much the forgotten genius. Yeah, yeah. Like, Mark Frost is a guy who kind of, like... He's more responsible for, like, a lot of the... the the more normal elements of it. Right. But also just the more human elements as well. A lot of the human stuff, like, um, I don't want to say too much now, but, because uh, I forget how much you watched and all that, but like, yeah. um, like, the stuff that, like, it's like, it's a half and half, and like, David Lynch is very, like, like don't forget Mr. Frost. Yeah, Mark yeah, Frost yeah. Mark Frost is so good in that. And Mark Frost has, uh, he's done two books. Okay. Um, called Twin Peaks. I think they're like Twin Peaks, the the Secret History of Twin Peaks and like the final dossier is second book. Okay. okay. There are two books and they're all like documents from the world of Twin Peaks. So like the diaries of um, Laura Palmer and there's like, you know, reports by different FBI agents and, uh, okay, and yeah. it really fills out things. So it's the way it kind of works is 
like twin David Lynch is for lack of a better word in charge of the vibe. Yeah, yeah or and the, the kind of the more kind of uh, the esoteric weird yeah. elements and the kind of high concepts, yeah, the stuff. dreamy stuff in it. Yeah, and yeah. Mark Frost more interested in actual characters and like if this did this kind of weird high concept thing happen, how would these characters react? Exactly. To it? Yeah. Know, like yeah, how yeah. It, so it's almost like that's the fun kind of metatextual element of it. It's like I'm getting too excited. Twin Peaks is. It's about a normal town that gets weird. Yeah. And you can read into it in a way it's like it's Mark Frost meeting David, David Lynch, Lynch yeah, and it's yeah, getting yeah. weird and then to make it more exciting eventually it's just Mark Frost like David Lynch goes away. Yeah. So it's like the weirdness goes away and then it comes back even harder. Yeah. Than, yeah. yeah. As you know a great metaphor for life because just when you think you're happy and you have it all figured out and it's all going your way yeah. you end up naked on a bus spitting on a child and then it's a whole to-do oh boy yeah um yeah but no because this thing like the i was talking about earlier like the sort of intentional melodramatic aspects of it much like blue velvet as you you know it's this sort of picturesque serene mountain town that's literally perfect perfect it's absolutely you know it's it it's like something from a dream. It's so beautiful. Even like it's even like it's out of date. Even back then, like the the, the bars that give like the, the yeah. cherry pie and all and like that. It has a real nineteen fifties aesthetic, kind yeah. of post war World War Two. Yeah. But so then it's that sort of mixed with this really dark, fucked up, weird. You know, there's demonic possession and incest and rape and murder, and it's you know. There's like you a know, woman <laughs> with a log. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That log lady. Hey, I got a log right here, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking she, about she, my penis. She's dead now as well. Is she? Because of you. Oh, actually, here's a fun little tidbit. Remember the wee midget guy? Yeah. The backwards talking dancing midget. Yeah. You, you ever hear about that uh, big wild Facebook post he made? Uh, what was it? He was like anti David Lynch, something like that. He alluded to the fact that David Lynch molested his own daughter and was responsible for murdering somebody. You know what? David Lynch keeps getting better and better, <laughs> my friend. Hey, I mean, I thought he was just a weird to look at, but turns out he's goofy in the yeah. brain. And he, he did a voice in the Cleveland show. So there's a lot of stuff going on. David Lynch did? Yeah, he did, yeah. It's weird, the acting gigs he does. He was in that episode of Louie. Yeah. Uh, Louie, the Cleveland show, and killing his daughter. What, what a trifecta. What a guy. What a guy. His, da- his daughter hated the Cleveland show. <laughs> He's also got the David Lynch Foundation, which uh, yeah. all about transcendental meditation. Yeah. So that's the thing. He is very big into the, uh, you know, the spiritual mm. side of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that kind of weirdness, I think a lot of people don't realize that he, I think he takes a lot of that weird stuff a lot more literal than people assume he does. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's very, he's an out there dude, you know? There's some people who, like, they give the image, like, the kind of, like, the, this weirdo who, like, lives in a shack and comes out a wild to direct yeah. a 17-hour miniseries and goes back into the woods to think yeah. and ponder and stare. But, like, but like a lot of people are like, you know, I'm a weirdo, like like a Jared Leto type, like I'm a weirdo. But then there's like, you know, just like all of us, just like jerking off on their phone and trying to smash and there's yeah. like... They're like hanging out and be like, what age is your sister? You know, like that. Yeah. I, I just remember actually, I met somebody who met David Lynch through oh. uh, the transcendental meditation oh, really? thing. Because yeah. I, w- I went to a 
TM course in Drogheda years ago. Jesus. Before I met you. You need that. Yeah, hey, man. Made me the man I am today. <laughs> but no, uh, the guy who was teaching that course, he was involved with the David Lynch Foundation and he met him and said, he's, he's a very nice man. I don't understand his films at all. I don't like them. Yeah. But uh, he's, a, he's a pretty cool guy. I don't like cherry pie. Yeah. Coffee makes me sick. <laughs> It gives me the poopies. <laughs> I gotta go poo poo at my bum bum. Uh, yeah, so. so I, I'm I'm very excited about the journey you're on right now, James. Yeah. I'm really jealous. I would love to go back and watch it. You know, it I'm, to be honest, I might just be like, nah, it's actually gay. Don't like it. It would be a little bit of me. Shit. I would kind of crumble, to be honest. Like, it's fucking weird. That wee midget freaks me out, man. What is that? He's goofy looking. Yeah, who's that big, tall, lanky, queer? Yeah, it's good. It's too tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cherry pie, shit. Gives you a bit of apple pie. Yeah, pal. And I want, I want a cup of tea, not coffee. Yeah. So we're at an hour there. You know what? Right? Lucy, the the receptionist, yeah. I like that voice. She's got like, Andy, Andy, you're a retard, but I'm pregnant with your retard, baby. Well, well gee, Lucy, uh, I didn't even think I fucked you good. Uh, she holds up, by the way. Yeah? yeah she did. Let me show you her in return. She's oh. one of the few ones that, uh, ironically, her and uh, whatever you call it. Kyle yeah. McLaughlin. Yeah, her and Kyle McLaughlin. What's the name of her um, boyfriend or love interest? Andy. Yeah, they hold up. I'll show you a picture there. Like, Laura Flynn Boyle. She's still looking good, right? Yeah, yeah. She's looking. Uh, let me get a picture there. Ignore all the cracks on my phone. But, like, look, they're okay. Yeah, it's They not hold bad. up all right. Yeah, he's got yeah. a bit of a belly now. And but yeah, he's got a bit of a silver fox thing, though. He's actually so fuckable. He's so fucking cool. <laughs> here, John Hamm, George Clooney, uh, Dwayne Johnson, go kill yourself. Yeah, George Clooney's cousin is in Twin Peaks. You're right, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's very good. He's mm. dead, though. Uh they all die, don't they, Brian? Um, anyway. So anyway, um, you know what I was thinking there? You didn't, we didn't talk about RFK on Rogan. We didn't talk about RFK or the Spider-Verse. Yeah. The Spider-Verse And the two are connected. The Spider-Verse gives you autism. The Spider-Verse and the vaccines. Um, now, we will talk about that. I'm not scared. Not the really vaccine away. turned Spider-Man black. <laughs> uh, I mean, girl, when I was growing up, no no children were black Spider-Man. And they didn't have celiac disease. I was telling you, have you got to the bit where he's talking about autism? He's like... They're football helmets. <laughs> and they're not toilet trained. Yeah, man. Like, I, I watched about half of it, and I was like, this guy, he's not going to be president. Don't disrespect. I mean, okay, all right. I put all my chips in one basket. Well, first of all, he sounds weird. I'll tell you this, though. He looks good. He does, He's yeah. 69 years old. Did you know that? Did not. Yeah, man. He's got good taste in pussy as well. Yeah, Cheryl Hines. Yeah. Cheryl Hines is a bit of a willer, isn't it? It's very... <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know. He's got some goofy opinions. I think he, he'll be pretty easy to discredit. People are kind of like, oh, the the experts are afraid to debate him on yeah. Rogan. I think some experts could probably Very take him much. to task pretty easily. Even, even some stage, Rogan was like, you know, wait, Wi-Fi can get into the blood-brain barrier? How? Yeah. I don't... Uh, uh, wait, wait, I thought we had an understanding. Yeah. You wouldn't ask me questions. Uh, bald guy says what? <laughs> I'm not Brendan Shop, okay? You can't make me look like a retard. Yeah. Oh, look, it's getting kind of hot. It's hot and sticky and late. We've done so. the hour there. I am going to be doing some heavy drinking tomorrow. You are. 
So I'm kind of going to brace myself for tomorrow. It's going to be hard. I'm going to go on a deep spiritual journey in the Valley of Twin Peaks. God, I kind of want to just quit everything and watch Twin Peaks. Yeah. It is like, I know you're going to hate this now. When people do say a vibe, yeah. sometimes it makes sense. So like that, like Days Confused. Yes. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Some movies you'd put on, you're kind of like, I'm just going along for the yeah, ride, baby. Yeah, well, I mean, Twin Peaks more than any other show because it's so unique and so quintessentially Lynch. And obviously Mark Frost is... But, you know, it just really does have that just aesthetic, just every aspect of it. Just the performances, the production design, costume, the music, all of it. It's just so unique and original. And you can see carbon copy attempts. Mm. But, you know, it's they're trying too hard. This is just like, it flows very organically, yeah, you know. Yeah. And the fact that it was mainstream network television is insane. Like, yeah. you know. Like, the... It's something that even like nowadays, because kids have Netflix and that, I don't think you understand just how safe everything was back in yeah. the day. Like mainstream TV, I mean. Like, yeah. Obviously, it was like movies and I weird mean, shit. Like, we're coming from a time when, you know, Paul Reiser was the craziest thing you'd find on network, you yeah. know? Mad about you. It's pretty funny, I forget now, but if you look up like... um the listings back then, what was on TV, and it's like the most generic thing ever. It's like the A Team, Twin Peaks, <laughs> and then some other shit, Quantum Leap. It's just like, there's such a huge home difference. improvement. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, look, uh, yeah, we're going to end it there, hour, guys. Yeah. That was Spider Verse, and uh, I think we, I was going to say we talk about RFK next week. He might be fucking dead, but it's yeah, yeah. CIA job, you know. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, I mean, look, RIP RFK Junior. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for Dave Fanning to say what a what a goofball he was <laughs> and he couldn't sing for shit uh, oh by the way guys <gasps> head over to the patreon you're gonna hear some very good voices let's say that okay i won't say much now but yeah. did, i did voices even this guy did it and they were pretty good yeah thank they you they were racist and defensive uh, oh i spent so much time in the mirror <laughs> naked practicing <laughs> all, all right. right goodbye